internet. I am joined by Nick Greason. Green isn't? Fuck. <laughs> Screwed that up. <laughs> I've only known you for, what, 20 years? Something like that. Yeah, yeah we went to journalism school back in the Hizé together, and I couldn't say his name properly back then, and I still can't. Good to be consistent. Hey, there you go. I am nothing if I am not consistent. So, uh, I guess... We should talk about the breaking news that just happened this morning. Uh, Chris Evans accidentally showed his penis to the world on his oh. Instagram feed. Uh, I, don't I didn't know about this until, what, 20 seconds ago? <laughs> yeah, and I like, uh, I'm not going to lie, I could have done without that information, but here we are. <laughs> hey, I tried to Google a picture, but I couldn't find it, so at least you saved that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And, how do you, uh, I don't understand how you accidentally do that. Like, what, oh, so what are you happened, doing in your life? That, that yeah, like, a, you know how you have your camera, your camera roll on your phone that yeah. has like all your photos. He put a screenshot of that up, and one of those photos had his Peter uh, on it. And, all and right. Well, I mean, that that could happen to the bat. That happens to anybody, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, you're just like general all photos together. You forgot to not include the dick folder, I guess. Um, one weird thing though, was people were like, is that really his penis? I don't think it's his penis. And then someone was like, some people say it's his brothers. And I was like, that, that would is, be even stranger. That is so beyond wrong. <laughs> like my brother listens to this podcast and I'll tell you right now, I do not want to see a picture of his dick or have a picture of his dick in my phone saved. Yeah. If, if, if you happen to. <laughs> See one, you wouldn't save it, I don't think. I think that would be going right to the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's nothing that, oh, I can't even imagine. Because it was funny because it was like, um, everybody was like, I saw something today. And I was like, what? And it was like, some of the people on Twitter. And then I was like, uh, did I miss something important? And then... It, that's what it was. And so was you like, did miss uh, something important. Yeah, apparently. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's funny more than anything. Like, oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, he totally one-upped the uh, unsolicited dick pic game by sending it to the entire <laughs> internet. Uh, yeah, himself on his own yeah. page. It's not, it didn't get leaked. I mean, it yeah. did, but he did it, so... Yeah, that's the best part. Was he like he can't even blame? He can't even be like my phone got hacked. He'll be like, yeah, uh, sorry. The best part is it's like, hey, sorry, I sent you my dick, but uh, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, while when you've already done it, you might as well see what people think. I mean, you can't take it back. Exactly. Why not? Why not get some Yelp reviews on it while you're out? Yeah. While you're at it, right? <laughs> yeah. Is Yelp even a thing anymore? I think so. I don't know what it did. I think it's. it's yeah, I think it's out there. Yeah, I think it was more of a thing in the states the whole time, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I just wanted to address uh, last week and the week before on the podcast. There was like a chunk where my voice got really quiet, and I know you all really enjoyed it, but. It makes the whole podcast look unprofessional. So I got these new dope super gamer headphones that uh, are quite a bit larger than the last ones. So hopefully that'll fix the problem. If not, I'll have an excuse to buy a new laptop. 
And I would just like to put out, I got these out of an old cell phone box, and they're equally as nice. <laughs> they are. They, they aren't cartoonishly big with a yellow stripe, though. <laughs> That's true. That was like, the funny thing is, because it's like now when you buy headphones, you can't return them. So once the box is opened, it's like they're yours. So it's like, you don't know what they look like. You could guess from the picture on the box, but you're like, fuck, I hope these are good. I hope they're comfortable. And the last ones I bought, I opened them and I put them on. I was like, ah, oh, these aren't even that comfortable. And then, so when they were quiet or whatever, it's like, oh, this is an excuse to get new headphones. And then these ones, I was like, the, they have a picture on the box. And you're like, oh, those look pretty sweet. They're black. They won't be noticeable. But nowhere on the box does it say these are ridiculously large. Have fun. Yeah, they don't. It looks it looks all right. You got a big head, so it, it balances out. Yeah, it makes my head. I can't even imagine if I had like a regular size head. These would be like from here to here. They would just yeah, be you'd, huge. You'd be wearing them as a hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Nick Green is in. Did I say it right that time? Uh, close. Close enough. We'll go okay. with it. That's what everybody else calls it. Calls me so. You're Nobody joining us right. from Boomer Paradise, which is White Rock. Uh, Langley, which <laughs> oh, is thought, still which is still Boomer Paradise. I thought you lived in White Rock. No, it's just where I work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's so funny because for like the how long have you lived in Langley since you graduated? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, well, I went ten months or so, nine months in Alberta, and then came back Got the hell out of there <laughs> because it was too cold. Hey, yeah, no, no doubt. Like, it's funny because it's like, you think about winter and everybody's like, oh, Canada's so cold. And you want to be like, no, it's not, it's normal. But it's like everywhere except for Vancouver yeah, is stupid cold. cold. Yeah. yeah, for at least a couple months in the winter. Yeah, no, there's, uh, it, was, it was only nine months and it was a long time ago, but I can still like, you know, that feeling you get when you walk outside and it's minus 40 and you get like, it feels like your nose is bleeding. I still remember yeah. that exact feeling when like, <laughs> everything just freezes instantly. And I, oh. I'm not a fan. I will never, I don't think I'll ever, I will never work again in Northern Alberta. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm still not sick of the rain because I lived in Calgary for, I think three or four years. And I still love the rain whenever it's yeah. like, like, cause you know how it like, it'll rain every day, not all day, but it'll rain every day for like 20 days straight. And everybody will get like seasonal affected disorder and be yeah. super butthurt. And I'm like, at least it's not cold. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like it gets to minus 12 here and you're like, Ooh, this is cold. It's yeah. a wet cold. It's so bad. When I was in Alberta, the only, it only rained two days the entire time. Yeah. The day I moved in, the day I had to you know, unpack and move into my apartment, and then the day I left and also had to unpack <laughs> and move stuff into a truck and all that shit. So, yeah, that of was uh, perfect timing. That's, that's the old <laughs> Alberta, how do you do? It's like it never yeah. rains here unless you have to do something where you yeah, don't want it to rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, you're a reporter, like I said in the title. Um do you do mostly sports or do you do every kind of everything? Well, I did until sports kind of stopped back in April. And I oh, still, yeah. I mean, I still have to do sports because there's still some things to write about. I managed to make it through, but uh, yeah, there's, and there's also fewer of us and we all work a little bit less these days. So it's, you know, mm -hmm. you do everything now. Get to write about, oh, I don't know, dogs that get adapt, adopted and moved to London. That's, I did that last week. That was fun. Oh, they get adopted from here well, and moved to London? I, yeah, it was, the SBCA did a thing where it's like, oh, look oh. at our former rescue dog. Now we, now it's, you know, at Buckingham Palace or some shit. <laughs> now it's a, a brisket or biscuits with yeah, the exactly. queen. <laughs> Pretty much. 
This dog gets spotted dick more than you do. <laughs> Thanks, Chris Evans. <laughs> good callback. Yeah, is, uh, I, I'm good. I'm good for up to ten minutes for my callbacks, and then it's just After out like vapor. Yeah. yeah. So the reason I wanted to uh, bring up that you're a sports reporter, reporter, I can't even say reporter <laughs> right anymore. Uh, was yeah, the first thing I want to talk to you about is the NFL coming back. It had its first game on Thursday. Was KC versus Houston? Houston, yeah. See, and the only reason I know that is because out of boredom, I joined two fantasy football leagues. Ah, so that's the only reason I know anybody was playing. And then because I left one of the guys who was playing on the bench and he got a whole bunch of points. So, oh, nice. My fantasy football has started like all my other fantasy sports. I'm only in one league and all my guys are already hurt and they haven't even played yet. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, one of the leagues I was in, I had two picks left in the draft. I was like, whatever, the computer could just auto pick. And I come back and it picked some guy who's like, I'm not playing this year because of COVID. And oh, I was like, yeah. thanks, computer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So the reason I'm bringing this up is it's not the – like all the other sports have started up again, but it's the only sport I know of in North America, I'm going to say, because I'm not sure about sports in other countries, that has live fans. And the yeah. one game had 17,000 fans and they looked like they were in clusters, which I hope was managed specifically to they stop said the it was, they were spread out. But yeah, honestly, I think it looks worse than an empty stands. It, yeah. I, it was right at the end of the game. One of the announcers said, uh, it looks like this is the, when you take the camera and put it on the stands, it looks like the kind of game that where the home team is down by 45 and there's two minutes left. So everybody goes home early. Yeah. And that's what the game looks like. Apparently, I think it's only – they're not going to have fans at every game. I think they're just going to have it in, like – it depends on the state you're in and what their rules are. Uh, I yeah. think there's only a few that are allowed some fans, but it doesn't – I mean, I'm you know, at least those fans get to go get their money's worth if they paid for tickets before this all happened. But uh, it's not great. I have, I have friends that have tickets. They don't live in Las Vegas, but they go there a lot. They had oh, yeah. they, have, they have season tickets to the Raiders. They finally got them this year. And they can't go to any of any of the games, and they can't get their money back either. They're like, "Ah, oh, we'll just we'll call you paid up for 2021. How about that?" It's like, I'd rather have my eight thousand dollars, but yeah, that's all the season. That's it for. Oh, I guess there's only sixteen games. Only eight games at home. I, I, it might not even oh. be it. I I have no idea what they might have made it up, but yeah, either way, they they're out all that money, and I mean, they're gonna get their money's worth next year. But is so this that's a, the first season the Raiders are there? Yeah, they in were Vegas? in Yeah, it's their, they got this brand new billion dollar stadium and they can't <laughs> nobody can go in it oh hey they'll keep it nice for next year like they said yeah exactly um yeah i was like because they said seventeen thousand fans in i think i heard somewhere that was like eighty six thousand stadium but i'm yeah, not it, sure but i think it's like 20 percent or 50 whatever the i don't know yeah. i don't know the math but it's it's not a lot of people that can be there that's mm-hmm. for sure and it, it doesn't it doesn't look that great yeah, but you you got to think like if you had season tickets to that stadium, how much are those tickets worth? Like, there's got to be people that are so horned up for football right oh, now. Yeah, yeah no especially kidding. in the states. Yeah, yeah. No, you you could sell those things online for or out in the parking lot for a fortune, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. The worst part was uh, they had a moment of silence for the Black Lives Matter movement and all that stuff and. Uh-huh the fans started booing. So you're like, oh, yeah, this is uh, exactly yeah. the type of people who pay a lot of money to go play great, football. A great start to the football season, and I 
I can't say I'm that surprised. I actually, I wasn't, yeah. I was watching the game when it happened. I was, but I had to, I had the TV muted because I mm-hmm. didn't want to hear the pregame stuff. I was doing something on the computer that I needed sound for. Yeah. So I didn't catch it at first. I just heard them talking about it later. So I went back and it just, I wasn't, it's pretty ridiculous, but you know, what are you going to do? It's, was it, did it sound like a lot? Like, cause I tweeted you could hear it, like, it, it wasn't, I like, say it was like all the fans. I, I don't, obviously. I'm sure it wasn't. I'd like to think it wasn't 17,000. It wasn't two. I'm sure yeah. it was more than that, but uh I like the apologist came out afterwards and because you can also, I didn't hear this part, but apparently at one point in that silent minute or whatever, you can hear somebody yell Trump 2020 and mm-hmm. then a bunch of, and then like, Oh, they were just booing that guy. It's like, no, like 17,000 people did not hear one guy and then decide to boo him by, you know, just him. No, that, yeah. Yeah. That, that was the, uh, that was, you know, whoever it was, that was them trying to save face. Yeah. Didn't and plus like, it's so weird just people like openly being against the sitting president. Like I get like you don't agree with it and stuff, but it's like it's like he's like a bad guy and people are all against us. It's like that's kind of still your president and it's like I don't know, like I guess he took all the respect of the position himself. Oh yeah, and no, I don't I don't I don't have a problem with people ragging on or hating his yeah. guts. I think I mean he sucks for any number of reasons we'd have to have a ten hour podcast to get into. Oh, but uh, at least Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm always amazed, like, even of the people that want, it, however many people booed, say it's 100, mm-hmm. say it's 1,000, whatever the number is, you're just openly telling 16,000 other people, I'm a racist. Like, it takes a special kind of idiot yeah. to publicly, in this year of all the years, publicly, like, boo equality in public on TV. Like, yeah, exactly. that takes some like, balls. And it's funny because it's like up here in Canada, like, we've had, um, like, we're not where we should be yet with the police, but we have a lot more progressive um, program with our police. Like they all get like multicultural training and all this like sensitivity stuff as yeah. compared to the States. So up here, we're kind of like, you don't figure like anytime and up here, it's like anytime you meet a rare racist in the field, they're always like, want to hear a joke? And then they look around <laughs> yeah. and then they're like, they're like, wait, are you making a joke? Or are you actually racist? Like, it's almost a surprise to meet yeah. an actual racist. So, like you said, like someone just booing and being like, These are oh, like hey. yeah, real, right real here. racist out in the wild. Like, yeah, I've met a few of them too. But I mean, as a general rule, if you have to like side eye each direction before you say something, mm-hmm. you probably that's a bad sign that what you're saying is, you know, it's probably not good. If if that's if that's if you have to look around first before you're gonna say a joke or scream something at a football game. Maybe yeah. just keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, like, and like, and then you could get into the whole, like, maybe they're not racist. It's a whole political thing, like, because somehow the states turn everything into, like, a bipolar thing where it's like, yeah. well, the Black Lives Matter movement is for the Democrats and being pro-police is for the Republicans. And you're like, that still doesn't make any sense. No. So you got to, yeah. like. There probably is some nuance there. And if. You know, people can be against parts of it and that yeah. they might be justified. I don't know enough about it, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw it out. I'm going to go on a limb and suggest that the guy yelling from seat from like the 300 level at a Chiefs game has not thought this through to that level. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to assume that that's, you know, he's not mm-hmm. doing, he's not doing the research. I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing, but it's probably true. Yeah. He needs some sensitivity training. Okay. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah, all this talk about Trump, I do want to bring up one thing that I am pro-Trump for. Well, actually, 
it's kind of a new, it's kind of an attachment to another thing that I was pro Trump for, because we talked about the space force on this podcast because I fucking love space. So I don't care who's talking about, we're going to put people in space. I'm all for it. So when Trump announced the space force, I was like, yes, I don't care. Get people in space. Let's get some science fiction, fucking spaceships. Put them up there. Yeah, let's get, like, Robotech machines that turn into robots and then into, like, fighter jets. Probably not, but I'm okay. I'm still a fan of it. And recently on Wednesday, he signed an executive order, which you already know is probably going to be something crazy because <laughs> all of his executive orders are just bonkers. Yeah, say no more. And his executive order, paraphrased and dumbed down, is it says that if the U.S. wants to – they don't have to take criticism from other countries for when they go to mine the moon, <laughs> Mars, or other celestial bodies. It's good to get out in front and be the first person to lay claim to those, those yeah. planets before somebody else does, right? Like you want to plant your flag and make <laughs> yeah. sure that if there's gold on Jupiter, you mm -hmm. can be the first one to get there. I mean, like, it's, it's funny because you're like, it's almost like, I don't think the states, like the states, would, if they were ever to be like, we're going to mine the moon and people would be like, no, you're not. And they'd be like, yeah, we are. It's funny that they had to make an executive order saying yeah. that they're it's not nice going to give, listen. Yeah. You have to, have, it's nice to be the first, but you got to have to keep your options open. And yeah, I, the whole idea of going to the moon to like, if you want to go back to the moon for whatever science-y reason, they've mm -hmm. done that before, obviously. To Fine, look for transformers. Right? Yeah. Or to do whatever you got to do. I mean, I don't know what they do up there. I mean, I know they play golf <laughs> Yeah. and, and whatever, but, uh, I just like the idea, like, after you know, it took how long since they've been in there? Like, was it like 50 years ago? Like, it, yeah. it just occurred to them recently. I wonder what's up there. We could <laughs> dig some holes and see what's up. Yeah, they're like, oh, wait, something valuable. Okay, I have a serious science question that is right in your wheelhouse because you're a sports guy. If I hit a ball, a golf ball on the moon, I just thought this right when you broke it up or brought it up. Will my slice be better or worse? Because it would be less gravity, so it would go further, so you think the slice would be activated more. But there's no wind, so would it catch the, like, turn as much? Do you think it just keeps going and it comes back around till it's straight? Well, I think, I, I just, I was thinking, like, because, you know, when you slice it, it the ball spins and kind of catches the wind. Yeah. And since there's less dense of air up there, I thought maybe the spinning wouldn't affect the trajectory as much because uh, it wouldn't have I, air to catch. I'm just going to take, I'm just going to, that sounds good to me. I don't know anything about science, but I mean, if, <laughs> if anything can improve my slice, I'll, I'll take it too. Cause I'm terrible. Oh yeah, dude. Just go like, you're like, Oh, I was always good at uh, golf. I just had to be on the moon when yeah. I did it. Cause I could totally reasonable straight. excuse. Yeah. Okay, so back to mining this stuff. If I was a guy and I was a miner, I would be super pumped because it's a free trip to space. It's like, yeah. it's I mean, it's Armageddon all over again. Yeah. Armageddon, <laughs> I was just going to say, they're just going to make a sequel and Bruce Willis is going to go up into space. Mm -hmm. He's going to kick some rocks around and bring yeah. back whatever's up there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you could mine either the moon or Mars or an asteroid, which one would you want to moon or mine? I don't know. I, it's just a bunch of rocks. I don't know what's up there. I, I would probably steer clear of yeah. Mars because I've seen too many, you know, disaster type <laughs> movies. And it's, it seems oh, like yeah. the worst place to go. Mm -hmm. 
like it's I'd almost want to moon and or I keep saying mixing up moon and mine. I'd almost want to mine an asteroid because if I fucked up, it wouldn't like ruin the earth. Because remember that movie, uh, The Time Machine? I think that's what it was. The modern one that they made, I think like I think it came out when we were in college, but one of the I don't think I've seen lines, it. One of the plot lines, it was based on the H.G. Wells book, but one of the plot lines was in the future, Russia was colonizing the moon and they they were um, drilling into it to make, what they were doing was they're digging tunnels for people to live in. And they they basically hit like a, um, a load-bearing beam and just like split the moon in half. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so... If I was mining on the moon and I would just have that in my head, I'd be like, don't fucking split the moon in half. Don't That's split the moon in half. Or worse. The element scenario. of risk is higher. Yeah. And or it's like important. the whole moon just kind of floating in Earth's orbit, not in Earth's orbit, kind of affecting the tides and stuff. I really wouldn't want to like fuck with anything. That's true. That. I didn't think about the tides. You would be, uh, you'd, yeah. you'd be in some trouble. I'd steer clear of mining the moon. But I mean, so they're going to do it apparently. So yeah. And going to Mars, that's like what? Like, fuck, such like years and years of sleep in a spaceship just to get there and be all dusty. And whereas, like an asteroid, you can just fucking go to town as long as you're like far enough away and just like accidentally explode it. And if you make it out fine, it's like nobody's going to know. And, it's and, like, and if they waited until there was an asteroid that was coming for Earth, if you break it into 50 pieces, then you're also a hero. So that you really, you can't lose. <laughs> yeah. Like being a klutz and a hero at the same time. Yeah. Like that's solid goal. That's a good booby plot right there. They should make that where it's Armageddon too, but they're not going up there. It's like the same cast and they're all old. Well, except for Michael Clark Duncan, RIP. He can't make it, but uh, they get everybody else like Steve Buscemi, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Bruce Willis, like you said, and they're like, okay, you guys are the only people who have experience drilling in space, so you're going back to drill in space. And then they go, but this time they're going to not split an asteroid in half, but to um, just make a bunch of money. And then yeah. it's just a comedy, and there's like no touchy-feely parts. And it's yeah. interesting. I I, I always I, I didn't I'm stealing this from somebody else who mentioned it to me once or maybe I heard it somewhere but it is the most ridiculous thing of that movie when that movie came out it's like all right we're, we you know the plot of the movie is they trained a bunch of drilling guys to mm. be astronauts and send them on their way and whatever wouldn't it have been a hell of a lot easier to train astronauts to be drilling guys rather than the other way around I mean they're already geniuses and like, I mean, it wouldn't have made for as good of a movie. I don't think Steve Buscemi would have really uh, been as believable as, uh, you know, a guy with three master's degrees in science whatever, yeah. or whatever, like, or astrology. I don't know, whatever whatever astronauts have. But uh, the funny thing about that is I think Ben Affleck brought that up on set. He's like, why are we even doing this? This is so dumb. And then. Um, oh, that's where I heard it. It was, I think it's in the yeah. comments of the, I think it's in the director in the. The commentary on the DVD. Yeah. That's where and, it is. And then Michael Bay was like, because then we wouldn't have a fucking movie. Yeah. And it's like, hey, plot lines are only like substructure to hold together the action sequences as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, it's a it doesn't <laughs> have to make it wouldn't be the first movie that didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's a movie. As long as it's entertaining. Like as long as it doesn't go like too stupid like Sharknado, it's good. <laughs> 
Yeah, it doesn't have to be a documentary, I guess. Yeah, it's it's not like a movie like Inception, or where they're like, this movie is so smart you won't be able to follow it, and then you watch it and you're like, I, I guess that was kind of smart, yeah. and then it's like it's just so much the other way where it's like they like think it's like the smartest thing that ever happened, and you're like, it's just a dream in a dream. I get it. What's so hard to get? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I felt like there's more I was gonna say about. Oh yeah, so this whole thing about Trump making this executive order, I do think it, it is, it is not all ridiculous and just me wanting people to go to space. But I think actually saying you're going to go mine asteroids is a very smart thing to do because if you're not going to, if the States aren't going to do it, China's going to do it. And the one thing China doesn't have is metal. So if like, if we're going full, let's be paranoid about the impending third world war which would basically be China versus the States and everybody else picks a side. Uh, the one thing that'll hold China back is they don't have the like iron ore resources and stuff to actually build a war machine. So if they just go fucking get it all from the moon, yeah, they go flag down an asteroid that has like 2000 tons of iron, then they could just make all the steel they want. Yeah. That maybe they hire Bruce Willis before Trump does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see Bruce Willis like getting on a plane, putting on like a red jacket. Like, where are you going, Bruce? He's like, oh, nowhere. I'm going on a consulting trip. Yes. <laughs> going to shoot some commercials that are only appear in Japan. Oh, that. Okay, I just thought of a better plot for Armageddon too. So, this is just what you said. Um, Bruce Willis wants to go into space to mine the asteroids but the states won't let him because he's too old and he's over the hill and they have these new young hot shot like like you said before like the super smart astronauts are like we sent up the drillers last time it almost didn't work this time we're sending up like the at uh, the astronauts and training them how to drill and then bruce willis goes to china because he wants to go so it's like the old team versus the new team dynamic. And then they have like the rich people versus the dumb people, like the like super smart nerdy guys versus the like jock. Uh, Bruce Willis and his friends. Next. Yeah. That's a good plot. But Get then Michael Bay on the phone right now. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Michael Bay would take my call right now. <laughs> I'd be like, Hey, Michael Bay, I have an idea for a thousand movies. Here they yeah. are. <laughs> I bet you he doesn't get that. And I'm, you know, people in Hollywood in general. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they love it. Unsolicited <laughs> ideas and advice. Yeah. The best. They're like, so basically the plot of all your movies is movies we've already done, but with new attractive actors and more science fiction added in for no reason, but just have special effects. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. the gist of it. It seems fine. Yeah. My my uh my big thing would be okay, let's take every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and make a new updated version with The Rock and just like the same plot, same story, just new effects and The Rock. It'd be all right. I mean, it's it's bound to happen at some point with yeah. if not if not with The Rock, then whoever The Rock's replacement is going to be in 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Like they made Total Total Recall with Colin Farrell, who's a hunk. And I did like the movie, but it just, it's not the same without like the lumbering presence. You need of like a legit action star guy, not yeah. Colin Farrell. I mean, he's fine, but come on. Yeah. 
he's not fucking ripping anybody in half like it looks no. like Arnold Schwarzenegger can. That's why The Rock is in about seven movies a year, it seems like, because he yeah. just, he's like the only like, if you want to make like a big dumb action movie, he's like, yeah. he's on everybody's speed dial and any rules. So good for him. Yeah, he should exactly. be on everybody's yeah, speed dial. He's the best. But yeah, he's like a nice guy. He's super hardworking. He's super positive on the sets. Everybody's like, well, why wouldn't we have The Rock? He's a hunk. He's super ripped and he's super easy to work with. Let's go. And it's like, who are your other guys? Like all the other, all the other like action stars have all aged out. They don't really they're just, have the, Yeah, they just have to be in the expendable sequels now. <laughs> yeah. That's all they're good. That's all they can do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna say, you can have the action movies with Jason Statham, but he's already crossed oh, yeah. over to the Inexpendables too. Or expendables yeah. as well. I'm not sure how many expendable movies are there. Like eight. I've I, there's I don't know. I've seen two of them. I think maybe oh, okay. I've seen the first one for sure. I think I've seen two. There's yes. probably like there's probably like four, but I, I yeah. you could tell me there was nine, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's like the Fast and the Furious. I think there is yeah. nine Fast and the Furious, yeah. and it's like everyone's like, "Oh, those movies are so dumb." It's like, yeah, that's why yeah. they keep making yeah. them. Exactly. You got cars. Vin Diesel, The did Rock. He, yeah. Did you hear about the new, just to tie it all together, they're going to, the new, the next Fast and the Furious, they're like, oh, we're going to go to space. What? Yeah, it was like a couple days ago. I, I read that they, they're actually, I don't, I don't know how they're going to make that plot work, but apparently they're going to space. I <laughs> have never been on board as much as I am right now. If they go, for some reason, they have some weird plot point where they have to go to the moon and they fucking race muscle cars on the, on the moon, moon and then they do super jumps because there's lower gravity and then, oh, oh. All, and then, all of those things are going to happen for sure. But no, they're apparently like, going to space. Yeah. Was- oh, man. And then one thing that could happen is like like Vin Diesel and whoever else, they're like racing through for to like, I don't know, whatever, get like some special science like piece of machinery or something. And that's the reason they're doing it. And then they they hit a jump, but they bump. And then the one guy in the car kind of loop goes high enough to get out of the orbit of the moon. So they, they like just out there forever do, gone. Yeah. They have to do the human chain from one car to the other. And then they grab each other's hands and it's all like slow-mo and there's explosions, even though there wouldn't be in space because there's no air. And then they pull them in and then they become best friends. I like it. I think you've, again, you've come out, now come up with two fully yeah. complete movie oh pitches. God. I should be a movie consultant. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> sure Michael, ba- Michael Bay and whoever does the Fast and the Furious movies and all those action guys are probably listening and watching this right now. Yeah. So it, you should really, yeah. you know, they're going to steal your ideas. You should probably talk to a lawyer pretty fast. <laughs> what, as long as the movie gets made and I get to watch it, I'm fine. You don't even okay, have to cool. pay me. Uh, because if you left me in charge of a movie entirely, it would end up like that time Homer made that car. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the movie. And it, uh, would, it would not be as good for everybody else as it was for me. No. The bubble domes. Uh, great. That's a great car. They should have made yeah. it. They should have made like one or two just so like it could be, oh my God. <laughs> Put fucking Homer Simpson's bubble car in the Fast and the Furious. Oh. Because they need the bubbles because they're in space. Oh, Done. my God. It writes itself. It really does. Oh, my God. Could you imagine a 3D realistic rendered Homer Simpson in the Fast and the Furious movies? No, I cannot. Have you seen those 3D renderings or those drawings that people have done of like what they would look like or what he would look like if he was a, or what the characters would look like if they were real people? 
Yeah, and they're always terrifying. Horrifying. It's absolutely mm-hmm. horrifying. Like the Mr. Burns one. Ugh. Yeah. Not Wasn't good. there an episode of The Simpsons where they ran into themselves in real life? I think though there's there probably is I haven't seen lots of the newer ones, but there's one yeah. where they keep like there's like a three D animate like a three D animated Homer. But that's like oh, 20 years maybe ago. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like goes was, through a vortex or something. Yeah, I was know, thinking like Bart totally normal in, stuff. Yeah, Bart went into VR or something and then saw Homer, but it was yeah. probably the three D version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or they go into space to race their cars, and they end up finding this random planet that they didn't know exist, and it's the Simpsons planet. That's the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Sequel to The Simpsons and Fast and the Furious. There you go. It's like those tie-ins when they used to do like the you know Flintstones meet the Jetsons on TV back in the day. Just oh yeah, The Simpsons meets Fast and the Furious. We're just coming up all kinds of movies. I know. We should have as much money as producers in Hollywood. Well, we're just as smart. Look at all the ideas we came up with without even trying. (laughs) Instead of just remaking old movies. Yeah. How about you don't remake... What was the last one they're going to remake? I just saw. Um, Oh, they're going to remake She's All That with some TikTok girl. Oh, I saw that. How about instead of doing that, you get old Dale and Nick here to come up with an idea where you're in space for no reason. Yeah. I mean, was, you're already trying it with Fast and the Furious. They seem to be remaking movies that are like, the, if you're going to remake a movie, make it old enough that it's worth it. Like, I don't, like, they remade so many movies. They're like, that movie's three years old. Like, I don't need, it doesn't need a reboot. Yeah. I still have, it's it's not even out on video on demand yet. It doesn't need a reboot before that. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Spider-Man, how they keep rebooting it. And you're like, yeah. what? Wh- how is there three different Spider-Mans in 10 years? Like, could you yeah. not just get the same guy? Um Oh, another remake. Did you see the Golden Girls thing? No. They were making um, an African-American Golden Girls with the mom from Blackish. I think it was, it was weird because they said, I didn't understand t- fully because they said it was a Zoom only event. So I don't know oh. if they meant they were doing it live as a theater show and you could watch it over Zoom or weird. what was going on. And it was like, because they did the same thing with... Um, all in the family with Woody Harrelson and I can't remember who played Judith Bunker. Edith Bunker. Is it Edith or Judith? Uh, I don't know. Speaking of racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I can't do all this research for all these random tangents I'm going to go on. But yeah, no. they, did this, they did that there where they made a couple episodes with Woody Harrelson as Archie Bunker. Really? Wow, I never heard of that. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I think it was one of those things that just went under the radar because they're like, we're going to do this. And people are like, yeah, we're desperate for entertainment, but... Yeah, the, the, the last six months, you put any... Yeah. Because, you know, they can't film regular stuff. You put anything on Zoom and people will watch it or online mm-hmm. in some form. Yeah, plus a character like Archie Bunker is not who you want out in the world right now no. <laughs> with all the racial tension that's going on. No. I mean, he might have been at that Chiefs game. <laughs> Maybe it was him. He it might have been. Extreme Trump 2020. <laughs> that would actually kind of be funny if it was Woody Harrelson in the character of Archie Bunker just going around being a dickhead. <laughs> but that, that's, that not, that's, like, that's not good for Woody Harrelson's brand either. Fast. <laughs> yeah, no, because he's, he's kind of like a nice guy in real life, isn't he? I know no, he's, I, I he seems pretty cool. I don't know much about yeah. him other than I, I mean, I, from what I've you know, seen his movies and his – 
I know him from Cheers, but he seems all right. He doesn't, he doesn't seem problematic like so many other people have yeah, become I, over the last however many years. Yeah, I know he's a big weed guy, but now that that's yeah. legal, that doesn't automatically make him left wing anymore. No, it just makes him regular. Yeah, it just makes him a guy who smokes weed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was like super. I remember that. He was like, that was like super controversial back yeah, when he's like, when he became the weed guy, like, <laughs> was that 20 years ago, maybe, or whatever yeah, it was? I think it was, it was about the time uh, Natural Born Killers was out. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, oh, by the way, I smoke weed. And back then it was like scandalous. Yeah. And people and were like, like his, he's like, I'm wearing a suit made out of hemp. And it, yeah. And everybody's like, that's going to ruin your career. And whereas yeah, now it's yeah. like, People are making careers based off on how much weed they smoke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he did this thing where he was like, I'm going to plant these two weed seeds. And then he went to jail for that. And now you're like, bro, right. you should have just waited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could go onto like any store corner and just buy weed. Already rolled for you. Or buy it from the government on the internet. Yeah, there you go. It's the weirdest thing that's happened in the last couple of years, probably. I mean. Is that no, still how it works in BC? Because you're talking yeah, you about can, BC, right? Yeah, you can buy it on the government. So just like, and they ship it to you, and you. Yeah. You, you got to show ID at the mail at the post office, I think, and that's about <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Prove that you're not 12 years old. Well, yeah, it was funny because, um, yeah, back to another thing we talked about on the podcast was when they made weed legal in Canada, BC didn't have it set up where you could buy it from a storefront, so it was like. No. The only place you could legally get it was mail order on the website. And it was funny because it was like, you go to a government website and then you follow a couple links and then you're like, they actually had like Cheech and Chong bongs and yeah. there was everything. Like there was weed cookies, like I said, bongs, blunts, everything. Yeah. It, uh, it seems, it, I mean, it's, it seems normal now, but back when they first came, when it first became a thing, how many was that two years ago or whenever it was, it's like, when you know you tell someone from 15 years ago that you bought weed off the internet from the government and that's a pretty weird sentence yeah yeah like back when we were like i don't know were you ever into weed not really you know i stick to beer yeah. mostly and he, like yeah, like i'm thinking like 20 23 up to 25 years ago when i was like 16 i think i dabbled a bit and back then to get weed you had to be friends with the scary kid in your class and then he knew a scarier adult and then you would just go to that guy's house and he always had like snakes and fucking <laughs> knives on the wall and you're like, yeah. can I have some weed? And what went from like you just trying to like try weed, you're like hanging in the scary adult's house for like three hours because it's you, like, yeah, he's like, let me smoke it with you. And you're like, you really you want to smoke weed with kids? Yeah, that's problematic and strange yeah. when you think about it but and no i was soup's I, illegal yeah, yeah that too i was i was a super nerd in high school so i didn't uh, i didn't really end up in too many strange guys uh basements <laughs> buying buying weed but hey uh you know what it wasn't as cool as you think it was like the cool <laughs> guys are like hey you want to be cool like me let's go to the scary person's house and you're like mm, it doesn't uh, sound like i missed a lot there yeah but if i'm a nerd i can stay home and watch science fiction movies and play video games and read comic books and you're going to a stranger's house that's scary yeah no thanks yeah i think i'll be a social leper yeah <laughs> like i'm still kind of like that i'd much rather stay home than go out oh, whether dude, i'm going to a stranger's house or not dude this covid thing was the best excuse ever like i was just joking around with someone was like because in vancouver 
the bars used to be op- like when they were in full swing, they'd be open till four. So it's yeah. like one night, like seven years ago when I first moved back to Vancouver, I was 33, which was already too old in my opinion for this. And I felt too old the next day, but we went out and I was like, all right, it's uh 1:30. Let's get our poutine and go to bed. And they're like, no bars are open till four. And I was like, no, thanks. So it's like, I don't know. I was just yeah. like, peer By pressure. Four. Be like, yeah. all right, I guess we're doing the whole four o'clock thing. And then yeah. it's four o'clock and you're like, hey, it's 3.30. Now can we get poutine and can you we go, go home? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Now we're doing the best part. We're going to an after party club where they don't serve alcohol and we're going to go there till it's light out and it's going to ruin your life. And you're like, yeah. That sounds terrible. I mean, by four o'clock in the morning, I've had like at least five or six hours sleep. (laughs) Like, I do not want to be getting poutine at an after or going anywhere. I don't want to be alive. I don't want to be awake. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was hungover from all the alcohol, but it was probably just eating poutine at three in the morning and then going directly to sleep. That can't be good. I mean, it's delicious, but I can't, it can't be good for anybody. Oh, my God. Like all that sodium in your body. And it's funny because it's like, now that how old are you you're 39 40? 39 39 yeah now that we're like at because i'm 41 and it's like after 36 ish it's like you eat too much salt and you're hungover oh, <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's funny because it's like they kind of get you to understand your parents more because it's like now i'm 40 and when my dad was 40 i would have been 13 and I just think of myself as 13. And I was like, I'm surprised my dad didn't kill me and yell at me more. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I think of all the dumb, like, and it's like, it's funny. Cause I think back and it's like, you can kind of, you can kind of remember most of what happened. And it's like, you do all this stuff just cause you're a 13 year old guy and you kind of don't think it all the way through. And it's like, you accidentally break something. And then your dad's like, did you break this? And you're like, no. And then you're like, you think about someone at like at your work breaking something of yours and then just lying to you about it. Oh, I would have been a rage case. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. No, I yeah, think most I people, yeah, I, I, I don't need, I wouldn't, uh, can't imagine having to deal with that. I wouldn't want a 13 year old kid running around this house. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, well, it's going to bring up when we're talking about movies was, did you see this Oscars diversity thing that they are going to do for 2025? I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. At, uh, with, you know, a bunch of, was it, is that, you know, you can't get an Oscar unless your movie follows a bunch of rules. Maybe uh, at least some of the rules or something. Yeah. It's uh, it's not an Oscar. It's the picture of the year. You're not, you don't get like, cause now I think the rule is you only get nominated for picture of the year. If your movie's boring and stupid and there's no yeah, space in it. <laughs> so and the rock isn't in it yeah exactly so in the future um in order after 2025 because it's going to stay the same it is now i don't know they need like four more years they need for this. four four or five years to get this in motion this big like well i guess maybe because that's how long it takes like after you've cast the movie and signed the contracts then you film it and then you do post-production and then you do lead up or whatever it probably takes about that long I mean, I'll just, I'll just trust the Hollywood mindset. Sure. That's when they could. So in 2025, if your movie doesn't have, um, uh, it's like you have to have like a diverse someone 
a certain percentage of the cast of the movie has to be um, of a underrepresented diverse um, ethnicity, a certain percentage of um, femaleness, femaleness, female. That's, actors. that's the scientific term um, for it. Yeah, and then I think there's something about, but I think there's it's like of the people that have to be a certain percentage of your cast has to be this it can also be disabled people or like people with like a visible disability or um yeah so basically if your if your movie doesn't have all this then you don't get to be in the running for the best picture of the year i mean i respect it it's good ultimately to me I don't care because um, it doesn't matter to me who's in my movies. Like I'm not one of those assholes who's like, I need to see white people in this role. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. but I'm also at the same time, I'm not like, remember when that movie, um, the last time I, like when they whitewash movies, I think the last one was um, that I can remember everybody being upset about was Avatar The Last Airbender. They cast all these white people in it and it was based off an anime that had Asian characters and so oh, people, were, yeah. people, people were all pissed. super upset and I was like, I'm like I don't know I kind of felt guilty because it's like ultimately I don't care if the movie's good so like, yeah I mean, we're, we're, we're two white guys we don't know we don't have that doesn't affect our life we don't have yeah. we, we have the luxury of not having to give a shit about that stuff I mean yeah we should but we it doesn't affect us really because it, yeah. it's a but I mean it's good that they're doing that I suppose yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. well, certainly, I mean it's nothing, like yeah even if it goes the other way, like if they're like, you can't, you can only have 10% white actors in your movie. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. As okay. long as they're good actors. Like I'm sure you're going to get people who can still act because there are yeah. enough actors out there. There's no shortage of actors in Hollywood, even though it's the same 10 people on your TV all the time, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just, just put the rock in every movie and I don't care what you do with the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe The Rock will finally get in the best motion picture because he is. Is there, is there a politically correct way to say Samoan? Can you still say Samoan? I think so. I don't know. I don't know these. I, but uh, I mean, it, it'd be nice if that guy could catch a break. Oh yeah! Finally, yeah. after all these oh, years, right? Such a toiling hard away on these toiling <laughs> away on these independent movies. Yeah, he only made enough money to buy the XFL, which yeah, I don't, I don't uh, want to speak honestly, out of turn. But you and me might have enough money to buy the X. We might have enough money to buy the XFL. We just didn't look into it. Yeah, it was only fifteen million. Yeah, that. I mean, I guess when 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 all your players are gone and your teams have all folded, I'm yeah. pretty cheap. Like that's less than an AHL franchise, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but. Like, to put your money into the XFL, like, I guess when they were doing all the contract finagling and stuff, that was before COVID. So, I mean, maybe if the CFL folds like they were talking about it, because I think the government refused to give them money, maybe we yeah, just Yeah, they didn't the give XFL. them their loan or whatever. Yeah. I don't think that. I'm sure they'll, the CFL will come back, but you never know, I guess. It's, uh, uh, no, it, yeah, it I didn't, mean... It, it did seem like a weird purchase to buy at uh, the XFL when it just finished folding and all their teams and players left. Yeah, it's it just Staff finished folding and everything else. for the second time. Yes, for the yeah, that's right for the second time. <laughs> like it, it lasted what this time six months? It lasted the they got the full season in I think. Oh, oh no, okay. I guess they didn't because they because of COVID. So they got yeah yeah they got like a couple months in I guess. So yeah. better than better than nothing. 
But I guess if you look at it, would the league have failed if COVID never happened? I think they probably would have got their season done at least. I don't know if it would have lasted mm-hmm. the season two, but uh, either way, now they're yeah. Sorry, go now, ahead. Now they're now they're oxen charged, so it's bound to you know go on forever. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna put all his um, Zumanji money into it. Oh man, <laughs> could you imagine if each team was themed after the movies franchises he was in? Like, there's a Fast and the Furious team, a the New York skyscrapers. Team. Ooh. Um, What else has he been? Oh, Rampage Team. Oh yeah, they're not they're not terrible names. There's there's been worse sports names than yeah. skyscrapers and a Rampage. Humanji <laughs> is a bit on the I'm not on the fence about, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Jumanji has so many good animals in it that you could have as a mascot. It's true. Like, uh, did you see the new Jumanji? Jumanji two? No, I don't think oh. I've seen any. I've only seen like and I haven't. Yeah, I've only seen the the original. That's it. Bro. Okay. <laughs> this is your homework, even though you don't have to do it or listen to me. But okay. you don't have to watch the original Jumanji, but you have to watch Jethura, which was the unofficial sequel to Jumanji. And I think it had Dax Shepard in it. And it was a science fiction, like astronaut themed Jumanji. Jesus. Then you have to watch the new Jumanji one and the new Jumanji two. I'm going to predict you're not going to enjoy like you'll still like Zathura, but you should watch it first because if you watch that after one of the new Jumanjis, you'll hate it because <laughs> the new Jumanjis are actually really good. Are they? Yeah, because oh, they got Kevin Hart in The Rock. Like, what oh yeah, Kevin Hart in those too. I forgot about yeah. that. They're actually they're like um, they're kind of like it's kind of like they're super funny and they're super entertaining and they're not offensive at all. So. What, more, what more can you ask for? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, the, re- the reason I was bringing it up is because in Jumanji 2, there's like, I think there's ostriches in it. And there's like a scene where they're driving in a dune buggy through the desert and they're being chased by ostriches. And the only reason I bring this up is that would be a hilarious yet good um, logo for the Jumanji oh, yeah. team in the XFL. That, you get, a, get an uh, ostrich mascot on the sidelines where we're going back and forth. Yeah. Like an actual real ostrich that just yeah, runs like, around. Like in call, like, I don't know if they still do it because it's you know animal rights and stuff. But they for years and they probably still do it. Something like college teams have like live tigers and stuff, live mm. bull, or they every team you know every second college football team is called the bulldogs, and they always have at least one bulldog on the sideline. Just get some fucking ostriches up and down. That'd yeah. be awesome. Or like that is it the Denver Colts who a guy runs up and down the side of the field uh, on a horse? The Indianapolis Colts, yeah, with the, with the yeah. big white horse. Yeah, yeah I get a guy to do that on an ostrich. Now we're talking. Yeah, or get like, or like in uh, the Vancouver Canadians, which is the low. I don't know what level of baseball they are. Uh, but single A or no rookie right. ball? I don't know what they're low, low minor leagues. See, you think that explains it, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so at there they have this thing called the sushi race, where people are dressed up like different pieces of sushi. Right. And then they run a race, but they could do this with ostriches. That would be more like fun. an ostrich race. Oh, yeah. They or, did the same thing in Milwaukee with different sausages. It's like sausage mascots because it's like bratwurst and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so much better than the sushi race because they're taller. So they, you know, you can. It's you know, your level, your center of gravity is different. You can fall over. Yeah, and you know, tip over. I don't want to sound insensitive to cultural foods but i would rather have sausages and brats than sushi 
Agreed. Yeah, 100%. But you can probably tell that I like <laughs> sausages more than sushi. That's a, <laughs> that's a real that hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Between the two of us, that's a real hot take. <laughs> that one of us likes, at least one of us, probably, actually both of us, like sausages. Like, real sh shocker. Yeah, real shocker here. Uh, spoiler alert, these guys like uh, European meats better than Asian meats. Could you imagine sushi made with brats? That would be so good. I'd, I would eat that for sure. Like, yeah. You take like some brat, you, you cut it up, and then you roll it roll up it with up. like avocado and like horseradish and ginger in a roll. Ooh, that would be so yeah. good. I'm going to make that. Yeah. They should sell those at the baseball park. Like, it's like a hot dog, but it comes rolled in yeah, sushi, sushi roll. instead of bread. Like, um, I don't know if they still have them, but at the Calgary Saddle Dome, where the Calgary Flames play, they had these things called pocket dogs. And the whole idea is, instead of, like, a fold-open bun, yeah. it's just a pocket, and then oh, they stick the wiener in. So they stick the wiener in this pocket... <laughs> Do that some more. Yeah, and and that's and the the novelty of it is it's just easier to eat, I guess, in a pocket. Yeah, it is. It actually is easier to eat, but uh, they could do that. Or you could just get a corn dog because those are even better. Oh my god! So uh, Vancouver's actually getting like a corn dog street food, like a truck. Or uh, this was oh, before right? COVID, so I don't know. But they're gonna have like sushi fusion corn dogs which does not sound good to me, but it's better. But anyways, I guess it's exactly what I was just talking about. Sort of, yeah, but, but probably deep fried in some fashion, which I'm that. on board with as well. Again, stronger. Yeah, but one of the things, but they're doing it all wrong. Like they're not doing like wiener, cheese, rice, and good stuff. They're going the other way where it's like a wiener, rice, and then squid ink. Then you're like. Oh, yeah. Nah, you gotta, you, you gotta wrap it in like, corn dog batter and, and dump it in a deep fryer for me to be interested in that yeah and uh i made an allegiance with milk as the only animal body fluid i will ingest and i'm not going to give that up for squid ink i <laughs> i had squid ink as a it was like a squid ink uh like a, a aioli somewhere yeah. in, i think it was in vegas and it it just tasted like it was fine i didn't know what it was it looks gross because it's just like you're dipping your french fries in like black sauce like black mayonnaise essentially yeah. it just tasted it was good but it just tasted like really really salty like the world's saltiest mayonnaise and then if you took that like it was fine but it wasn't yeah it's it does it's not appetizing to look at oh uh, yeah it's, it's literally just it's black ink and it, it's not <laughs> it's, it's fine but it's just not for me yeah i guess it's super salty yeah i don't know i don't know how you would save that like having squid ink and rice Maybe you don't save it. No, maybe you just, just let it go. <laughs> just make your own and dip it in corn dog batter or put it in that yeah. saddle dome bun and eat your hot dog like a normal person. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. It's still a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, I guess so. What we usually do is we talk about everything and then anything we don't get to, we do in a rapid fire. But this week, um, we we're almost through everything. Ah. Wow. No, we got a couple. Let's do Halloween not canceled. Oh, Let yeah. See, at least. It's funny because it's like, I, I don't know. I try not to make this like 
too regional of a podcast by talking about stuff that only happens in BC or Vancouver. But I guess I just get a lot more news for BC because Google's AI only wants to send me news about stuff where I am. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny the way that works, right? Because it's like, we thought that the internet would open us up to all the information from around the world. But then you go to now where Google's AI tracks where you go all the time. So you only see stuff that's pertinent to your local area. Yeah. So instead awesome. instead yeah. of getting a little bit of information about a lot of, from a lot of places, you just get every possible bit of information you ever didn't want from your own neighborhood block. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Like I'll look up Google news and it keeps sending me all this like, dumb shit that happens in Burnaby and it's like I don't get no offense I don't get the Burnaby now not because I hate it as a newspaper but because I'm not interested in city specific news yeah oh yeah so anyways the whole reason I was talking about that was BC Dr. Bonnie Henry who is the chief medical officer for the province said that um wait did she say oh my god I just I just blanked on if it's canceled or not. Oh, Halloween! No, it's not. Is, she said it, she said it. We can still do canceled. it. Yeah, not canceled. And the reason Which, the reason I couldn't think of that was us because it's like obviously that's the one thing you're going to cancel. It's yeah. a no brainer. Like, hey, we've spent all this time uh, closing down all these shops and doing all this stuff. Like, BC's one of the most hyper intensive lockdowns in the in the country. And now you're just going to be like, hey, grab a sack and just go get the hand germs. Of <laughs> yeah, go reach your hand into a bunch of candy, you know, buckets <laughs> of candy, kids. Yeah. No, it, uh, the, it, you know, but if you did want to cancel Halloween, how, how would you go about doing that? There's like a, there's millions of people in, you know, in BC and, you know, in the lower mainland. It's like they just, you know, if, if your neighborhood just want, are you going to go door to door and make sure nobody's handing out candy? Like how you, you can't enforce that. It's like trying to cancel Christmas. Like, you just, yeah, it can't be true. done. Like, may, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more, a lot fewer people actually handing out candy this year or maybe yeah. going around with their kids, but you can't really, you can't cancel something like that because you can try, but it's not going to work. Yeah, but, I think it's going to, it'll end up being like, because um, they're always like, it'll be like all the other stuff in BC where they're saying they're doing stuff and then they just won't enforce it and they'll just yeah. expect people to fall in line. Follow the rules. Like uh, the masks and all the stuff. It like, like, for, as an example, Starbucks, they're like all Canadian stores in Canada. I don't know why I said that so awkwardly. You need to wear a face mask. Otherwise you can't go into Starbucks. And then two days later you go to Starbucks and nobody's wearing a mask. And yeah. like, I don't, I don't even fault the baristas who aren't enforcing it because it's like, you have to, you still have to make all the coffee. You still have to do all the regular work you do. You don't want to have to go, tell idiots that they have to wear a mask be like oh can no, you wear true. a mask here you're making like minimum wage you don't have to deal with it yeah. i mean most people are pretty good about it i haven't i've only i've only seen two like moderate freakouts i call them one person like and they weren't even that bad like people that didn't want to put use a hand sanitizer when they walk into a store or whatever but yeah uh, the starbucks near my office i i mean i usually wear a mask but if i just run into uh, the starbucks down the street I've went in there without a mask a couple of times just because I'm in and out in five seconds and I yeah. usually I just forget and I, my mask at my desk and I've never once, they've, it, I don't go there that often, but they've never once like refused service and told me to get out. But nobody wants to deal with that. The only place kids. that's like refused me was uh, Walmart. Like, Oh yeah, they the, have the, at the beginning of September, they went mask mandatory and, but they have, 
uh, at least here in Burnaby, they have a security guard at the front door. They, they got rid of their greeter, and now it's a security guard. Oh, yeah. Shows where we are as a society, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I went to go in, and then he's like, you don't have a mask. I was like, oh, I forgot. And then I went to a different store. Yeah. But that's the only time I've had it enforced with me. Like, um, like even Whole Foods, not this time, because now it's mandatory again. But uh, when the first time I went around, it was mandatory and you'd go in there and they had masks waiting for you at the door and they're like master mandatory do you want one and like the guy in front of me is like no and he just walked in without a mask and i'm like all right who's gonna stop him right like somebody should but you're not gonna you know some you know the person stocking shelves isn't gonna have a conversation or a confrontation with some jackass who won't wear a mask like that's not that's not what they're getting paid for that's beyond their pay grade for sure yeah, exactly. It's not like the states where people are getting into fist fights because they're not no. wearing masks and stuff. But I guess those are cool. so entertaining if they weren't so damn sad yeah. and like just pathetic. Yeah, I think that's also just like a good example of Canadians versus Americans. Like Americans, they have a rule, and then everybody else is like, "No, you have to follow this rule because it's a rule to save us all." Whereas Canadians are like, "Here's a rule," and then some people are like, "Ah, whatever, just leave him alone, get or stay away yeah. from him." Like yeah, in the, yeah, but in you know same thing here most people like yeah that's fine most people here will follow the rules i mean i'm sure they most people majority in the states are doing the same but mm-hmm. then you get those people that end up on you know viral youtube videos where some guy ranting and raving about his civil liberties being well uh you know basically you know you know to, his rights are being you know uh screwed by you know being forced to wear a mask or you know whatever it is you know and that I don't know those those videos are funny for about two seconds and then you realize how pathetic some people are and how like you know, some guy with his family is like teenage son has to carry him out of the grocery store like that's just an, that's an embarrassing moment for everyone yeah that that was nuts where you like like anytime your son has to pick you up and take you and out carry of you over his shoulder like, yeah that, that yeah, was yeah. like that poor kid I mean that guy's oh got you know, can you imagine what that guy you know because that's his dad. He's yeah. regardless of whether that goes viral or not, that's mm-hmm. still a thing. Even if you only two other people saw it, that's still a thing in your life that you had to deal with. Yeah. And you'll be, you know, you go, you had to go the rest of your life knowing that you had to carry your crybaby freaking, freaking out dad out of a store because he was ranting and raving at like a cashier for a mask. Like just that's gotta, that's gotta mess you up a little bit. Yeah. And like, even if he's like, you're the dad's like, Oh, do this. These are my rules. You're like, yeah, you're a fucking disaster. I'm not listening yeah, yeah. to you. I'm not listening to your I rules. Thought rules we, whatever. Yeah. we don't have to follow the rules apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, uh, well, I can't remember what else I was going to say. Yeah. So can handing out candy to kids, probably the worst thing to do during COVID. I would think, did you see I some of the solutions? Say. I don't know if, where I saw this, but, one of the solutions I saw suggested for if you're going to hand out candy was like you get, I mean, the people are wearing their masks and their rubber gloves and stuff, but the one I saw somebody that had a big tube that's like eight feet long or six feet long or whatever. And the kids come to the drive, come to the front door trick or treating and yeah. the people that are handing out candy, they just put the candy in a tube and it goes down the, you know, down the driveway to the waiting kids and then they get it and leave. <laughs> like if that's what you have to do to hand out candy, maybe just go to the store, buy your kid a pack of, fun size Snickers and just keep them at home Yeah, rather than come up with like a pneumatic tube device so you can hand out candy to strangers. Yeah. Another thing too, wouldn't it matter if the person handing out the candy touched all the candy or 
Is that I one guess of the things? I, I think they were in this in this ridiculous like premise. I think they were wearing gloves. So oh. like, and they're still. It's just a, it was just a way to keep your two meters distance or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Why yeah, would anybody a, it was a big, do that? It was a big plastic tube, and it looked ridiculous, and I loved it. Okay, I've got a better solution. You take, you know those, like, I guess they're called, like, kisses, and they're, like, that diarrhea brown, like, toffee oh. molasses candy, which yeah. I personally, I think they're delicious. Other people don't. I, yeah, I okay. understand that. So, you make a potato gun out of PVC hose, <laughs> and you fill that full of kisses, and then you just, like... Just blast them into down the street. Okay, but I just want to say this: don't blast them in a way to hurt anybody. You just like blast it straight in the air, so it's just raining candy. I I can get on board with that. I mean, and then then the heat from the explosion in your potato gun would kill all the virus. Yeah, I don't see any problem. There's no problems with this at all. Yeah. Once again, you <laughs> solved something that didn't need solving, but uh, good for you. Yeah, or. Like our previous solution to every problem, just get The Rock to hand it out. Yeah, there you go. Actually, The Rock got COVID, so we can't do that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, that's a weird thing, right? Like, so Tom Hanks and The Rock, two of the people arguably anybody would want their lives, both get COVID. It's like, how are you going to sell movies on based on me wanting your life when you got, like, the gross disease and now – you had to get over it. I guess you just have to suspend your disbelief. Just like yeah. so many people. I mean, people are suspending their disbelief that it exists at all. So <laughs> why not just join the party? This is what I want. I want to have that brain where you can deny, where you have like enough dumbness to believe that there is no coronavirus. But I don't want to not believe the coronavirus is there. I just want to not believe in any of my problems. Oh, I want my life great. to be like just perfect and nice. Just don't leave your apartment then, I guess. And yeah. And don't read the, you know, don't just be completely uninformed. I mean, I'm working pretty hard at being <laughs> uninformed. <laughs> well, you and me both. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, other than this podcast, I don't really try to find stuff out. No, did you, there was this story. It was some guy, he lives in the state someplace in a rural area. Yeah. And he, after the first year of first or the first few months anyways of Trump being president. And he, I, I don't even know he was just, it wasn't, he wasn't doing it for political reasons, but like the, the world was going to hell and the States, especially the, like just so much bad news and mm -hmm. just stuff. He didn't, it was stressing him out. He didn't want to deal with that. You know, uh, he wasn't, you know, he, he, so he you know, canceled all the social media. He got as offline as he could, but he made, he wanted to live. I don't remember what his, if it was for the rest of his life or for a year or whatever, well, there was a timeline involved. He's like, I don't want to know anything about the outside world. I just want to farm my little, uh, you know, he like grew his own vegetables or something. He just wants to hang out at his house, go in for, mm. get his groceries, get a coffee. And he had a, like everyone in his life. He's like, don't tell me about current events. I'm not, I want to be as uninformed and live in the bubble. Like just this big bubble of ignorance. And he yeah. did it like, successfully for like the year or more because he just, I guess it was probably going on a few years now. He just, Everyone in his life knew not to mention stuff to him, even if it was important stuff. He just didn't want to. He right now he probably doesn't know that COVID is a problem. Oh. And he honestly, he just he doesn't. Nobody. I think he gets his groceries or whatever delivered to him, or yeah, it's a, it, he lives in some really small town. I read it, it was like a Washington. It was some relatively big news uh, organization wrote about him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know he has you know he goes to his little coffee shop, and the two or three people that work there know not to you know mention stuff to him. 
because yeah. he's been there and he's a, he's a regular. Mm-hmm. And so they, that's how they just, and he just lives his life completely oblivious. Like I can't even imagine what that must be like these days, anytime, but especially this year or in the last couple, mm-hmm. but he's managed to somehow live completely off the, off the grid in more ways than one. That would, um, that would almost be amazing except for, I really like entertainment. Like, yeah. How are you going to know the net, like the next hot shit show on say Netflix? Yeah. He, like, he must live um, a very boring life. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there's no way he's watched the first and half of the second season of the boys. Or... <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's impressive that he managed to do it successfully. Whether he yeah, should have, it's is. a whole other thing. I mean, he probably, that's, oh, yeah. it sounds horrible. It's a horrible, even though there's a lot of bad shit going on, like that's still a bad way to live your life, but he gets points for successfully doing it because if that was me, I'm like, I'm going to live in a bubble. I'm not, don't tell me about anything. <laughs> I would last six minutes for I absentmindedly started scrolling through Twitter because I was bored. Oh, exactly. Like I was just going to say, like you'd, you'd be on your phone before I, you even know it. And like, yeah, like, I, I would do it by accident. News articles. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like as much as I say, I don't want to be informed. I'm actually kind of a news junkie. So I always want to see like the news stories and stuff. So it would be, impossible and then like yeah. i said before like not knowing the new shows and stuff like this guy probably doesn't watch tv which no I, he probably just has like out. he probably just has a big stack of old vhs tapes from the 80s he's like and that's what he, you know he's watching seasons one through four of like perfect strangers and that's probably it like i don't know what else you could watch you i mean i guess there's enough of a backlog of entertainment oh you God. could just like live in a you know live in the past completely but like holy crap that would be that'd be rough that would be a, okay you just gave me an idea. So we, at the beginning of this episode, we mentioned that we were both into fantasy or we both had a fantasy hot football. Yeah. Imagine if getting last place in fantasy football, you had to not for like six months or a year or whatever this guy did, but you had to live in an apartment. You weren't allowed any contact with the outside world and your only entertainment was VHS copies oh, of Perfect Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> That would be worse than some of these fantasy football leagues I've heard about or seen online where yeah. like the loser guy who comes in dead last has to get a tattoo of the winner's choosing. Oh, that would be I think I'd ra- rough. I think I'd rather do that than have to be like off the grid for a year or any length of time watching old VHS days, but it'd be close. Yeah, I, could like prob- I, I could probably do the VHS thing. I just wouldn't want to, but yeah, like yeah. one guy got like a, I don't know, he got a tattoo of like a unicorn shooting a rainbow out of its ass or something. And it had some. Wait, how is that bad? Oh, <laughs> maybe you want to get that anyways. I'm just giving I'm you an idea. i tattoo tomorrow. And it had, I don't remember. And it had whatever, like the stupid online, like catchphrase of the day was. Of oh the time. God. Like and it said that underneath <laughs> it, like you know, something that, you know, one of those things that goes viral for 15 minutes, seven years oh, ago. Kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> yeah i think that goes next I, the second most awful tattoo i saw was a guy had the super bowl trophy with a giant um who did tom brady used to play for the giants or the Jets? Uh, pa- the, patriots. Oh, the patriots yeah he had this big super bowl trophy like this big on his calf and then the patriots logo in front of it and then underneath all the dates that they won and this is in burnaby this isn't yeah, even that's, in the States. Even, 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 if, even if Tom Brady had that tattoo, you'd kind of go, eh, maybe you shouldn't have got that, Tom. But some <laughs> random guy in Burnaby? No, that's 
my favorite is you always see these idiots on uh, and uh, online. They post them. It's like before the game is finished, they're, they're so confident that their team's going to win. They get a big Super Bowl champion. Oh my god! Whatever team thing, and they they never pan out. There's at least in this again of all the NFL fans like in the world. There's yeah. at least fifty of them that have like unless they've got them removed or altered or covered up. Super yeah. Bowl champions, whoever, and the team never won. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you were on the team and you saw that? You would, like, sue that guy for jinxing the whole thing. Yeah. And like, it's, like, it's like saying shut out when a, when a guy's exactly. or no hitter. Like, when they – you know, like, they, they always make the hats for both teams and, and yeah. then so they can – like, then, you know, they take the losing team's hats and they ship them to, like, some poor countries for, you know, underprivileged kids to wear. They yeah. don't, you know, but you've got that tattoo on you forever. So, mm. or until you get it covered up with something else, just as stupid. Yeah, you can't ship that tattoo to a poor country for no. some underage privileged kid to get. <laughs> you can't scrape it off and put it on a kid in Somalia. He doesn't want it. Yeah, not even he wants that tattoo. No. I mean, he'll take the hat, but that's it. <laughs> okay, so now that we've we're gone, we're over an hour, so we'll like start wrapping this up. But so what we'll do is do a little rapid fire. <laughs> Where we just basically talk about the stuff I researched and we didn't get to because I don't right. want to waste the research I did. Lightning so, round? Yeah, lightning round. Um, I think I, half the time I call it rapid fire and the other half I call it lightning round. So Lightning fire, there it, we go. Just yeah, lightning it. fire. Mm, there you go. Uh, so Gavin Newsom, is his name Gavin? Or Governor oh, the, Newsom. The California, California. The politician, yeah. Yeah. So, if you've looked outside today or lately, you've noticed there's a lot of uh, smoke, yeah. and that's because there's a lot of wildfires in Washington, Oregon, and California. And one of the reasons there's a lot, there's like the worst fires that have ever been burning in California right now is they didn't have the prison inmates to fight the fires because they let them go during COVID. So... Like this is this whole idea is super sketchy. Like they get minimum security uh, prisoners to fight the fires, and they pay them a dollar an hour. Yeah. The way it used to work, once you were not in prison anymore, you couldn't even go back to be a professional firefighter. But this is this is the bill that to like yesterday or the day before Newsom signed, so that these people who the firefighters trained when they were inmates could yeah. go back and fight the fires when they weren't inmates anymore. Like, it's a real good idea now. Yeah, it sets them up for a job if they want, if yeah. they want to do it. And they've probably already fought more real fires than some actual firemen who, you know, depending on where you live, maybe you haven't had to fight many fires. Before, yeah. But. And it's like, why would you spend all these resources training these guys and then not letting them fight fires afterwards? Yeah, that doesn't like make a lot of sense to me either. I was yeah. I'm surprised that, that it was even a problem, but the – I did like the reaction when I saw like because I you said you told me about that and I looked it up and it of course people turn it into a political issue. Oh, yeah. Half half the people said that it they referred they basically said that forcing them to fight fires they I think somebody called it like it was an indentured servitude. It's like no, they're not forced to become firefighters. They can do it if they want. Yeah. And the other and then the other people were pissed off about something else. I don't know. It just. Taking jobs away from someone else, probably. I have no idea. It was just, you know, people get, uh, they find yeah. any reason to be pissed about stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if, if you want to go into a, you know, any kind of burning building or burning forest, I don't care whether you're a prisoner, a non-prisoner, an ex-prisoner. Yeah. I'm not doing it. So yeah. you go do what you want. More power yeah. to you, pal. Like, 
Go I fight as many fires as you want. I I mean I take umbrage with paying them a dollar an hour, but yeah, that's pretty I, that's pretty horrible. But I mean, I prisoners, think it works. Can, people it take works advantage away, of. so they can like they can um they they get like their sentences reduced or like there was this like the article I was reading it was like super weird political t- or like um lawyer talk where they're saying that if you work a certain amount on these forest fires, you could change your plea from guilty to not guilty and. I'm not super. Is it like a, it's like a video game? You got to level up to not guilty by fighting yeah. fires. Like it's like if you were convicted of a crime that you committed, you you pled guilty to, so you could get like um, a plea deal to get less right. time, and now you can go back and say you weren't guilty. I don't know. And I think it's the one thing so that weird. like they they're not letting like violent criminals become fire. Like, they're not putting like you know m- you know mass murderers are not out there oh, fighting yeah, fires no. like because they would just you know can't keep an you know, maybe they disappear you don't want that but you know yeah these are like, guys like it's like you know an entire fire department of like guys who committed insurance fraud or something that's fine go, yeah exactly fill your boots fight as many fires as you want yeah it's, it's probably like, make more than a buck but whatever yeah that's funny because the list was like the list of people who can't do it is like you can't do it if you murderer or had a death sentence for any reason most felonies no rapists no like kid touchers in mm-hmm. any way and then arsonists and i'm like well i guess you don't want <laughs> arsonists out there but on the you other don't want hand, them taking like, notes yeah on the uh, other hand it's like who wouldn't i guess they wouldn't actually fight they'd be like yeah i'm fighting this fire and yeah. then they just like look just, at it with crazy he's got his eyes. hose he's got his hose kinked <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like i don't know he's just not going out i'm spraying all this water on it so weird <laughs> yeah so, like, that's a good thing, but I think it's kind of like you should have maybe thought of this before. Like, forever was, ago? Like, yeah, for one, forever ago. Two, yeah. when you let all these inmates go for COVID with forest fire season coming up. And maybe before when the fire was first starting and not, yeah. like, turned into the worst forest fire in California's history. Yeah, and, and maybe pay them more than a dollar. I'm just going to throw that out there, too. Yeah, that yeah, seems that seems that seems low, just yeah. a little. I know they're prisoners, like, but it still seems low. Yeah, exactly. Like pay them way more than that. I mean, you don't have to get crazy and give them that like fifteen dollar minimum wage an hour, but like no. these guys are busting their hump. They're doing work that I'm not with. Anytime yeah. someone does something I'm not willing to do myself, they should make more money. They absolutely should. Yeah, it's like you know people are like oh we want all the, you know in the states too it's like they want all the immigrants to you know they wanted to cl- send all the illegals back to you know the South America Mexico or wherever it is it's yeah. like well no I don't want to do any of the jobs they have and you don't either because a lot of them do really <laughs> shitty jobs that suck I mean they're happy to have them I guess because they're in the, you know but like yeah. nobody wants those jobs nobody's gonna go you think like nobody's going to pick fruit in a six thousand acre orchard in the scorching heat in California it's just not gonna yeah. happen. Oh, it's funny. I read an article or something that in, I think it was the nineties that they like back, back when like they took our jobs thing was like at its peak, they, they, um, they did it. Ex- not like an experiment, but the government in one state, they got rid of all the temporary foreign workers and they gave all the jobs to like college and high school kids as, and like gave them like good wages and stuff. But within like two weeks, everyone quit. Yes, we didn't like, We're not quit. doing this. No. This work is hard. We don't want to work hard. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a lesson there. It's hard work is hard and nobody wants to do it. Yeah, exactly. It's like that whole, we, they took our jobs. Nobody says they took the jobs we, we didn't. didn't want yeah. and they're willing to work harder than we are. Yeah, exactly. Take, take more of the jobs because yeah. a lot of them suck. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any job that I don't want, you're welcome to it. Exactly. I, and fighting fires is pretty high on that list. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing on the lightning fire round is uh, a couple episodes ago, I talked about, or I can't remember who was on, but with me, with me, but we talked about the Sturgis uh, biker stomp in oh, Sturgis, yeah. South Dakota, and how I think it ended up being 400,000 people showed up. And a couple company, or a company went through and they tracked all the cell phone data of all the people there. Of course, it was anonymously, they say. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love these, like, they did this, too, at the beginning of COVID with, like, the beaches in um, I saw that. The beaches Miami. in Florida. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, they're like, look at all these cell phones we're tracking. And you're like, that's interesting, but also terrifying. Very terrifying. So, like, I don't think all those people voluntarily ticked the box on their, you know, FIDO contract <laughs> to allow the tracking to be, you know, or allow them to be tracked. Yeah, exactly. So... Anyways, you uh, fast forward to now, and um, I, I do have to disclaim that this isn't an actual stat. This is a um, theorized proximity, but they're guessing that 260,000 COVID cases came from just the uh, Sturgis. Yeah, that, uh, that's a big number, and just supposed to show you that people are very stupid. Like, mm -hmm. even, I mean... At the best of times, non-COVID, I don't want to go to a biker rally where there's 400,000 people or any kind of rally where there's 400,000 people. That sounds yeah. horrifying to me. But don't you want to go see Smash Mouth playing concert? <laughs> well, I mean, you make exceptions for the big stuff, obviously. Smash yeah. Mouth, motorcycle rallies with a bunch of yeah. old dudes in vests. Like, you got oh, you got to do it. But, like, those people, like, if you went to that and you got COVID, I mean, I don't want anyone to die. But and I, I, hope do. they, I, don't know, I don't know if anyone – I mean – <laughs> I'm not that I wouldn't be that upset but if you went to that and you got sick yeah good like honestly that's your yeah. own damn fault like I don't have any sympathy for you I'm, I hope you didn't spread it to your grandparents or any anybody who was like mm -hmm. you know in danger or whatever but like I don't care about I don't, you, you know I don't care if you got sick for two weeks I don't care if you almost died like just you suck you deserve what you get in some respects. Yeah, like, it's like, I feel like if you're going to be a boner about it and you're going to get this bullshit, like, shitty disease that you could have completely avoided, then it's your own fault. But my whole yeah. thing is, like, w at, w at some point, society is, like, if they, if, like, if, like, enough happens and we go back into lockdown, I will be enraged. Because yeah, I, no, don't, I yeah. don't want them to start closing shit again. I don't even think the economy could handle it. No, and they're, I mean, they're already closing some stuff here, right? After this last two months of things getting yeah. worse. But, like, yeah, no, like, the fact that that event was even allowed to happen shows you how messed up governments and people in charge are, that they could even, that they would even let it be a thing. Oh, they asked the, because uh, I think Sturgis is the city in South Dakota. They asked, like, the uh, person in charge, the woman in charge of South Dakota, who would have been able to say if this goes or not. She was like, yeah. We would totally want it to go forward because of the like the city and the surrounding area makes like half a billion dollars oh, yeah. from it. It's probably the only thing that I have in that town. I've I've never heard yeah. of it before. But uh, and you know, so, oh, it's outside. Well, that's great, but look what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I guess we'll see if that actually. Well, I guess also too, like the um, bikers aren't really the type of people to be like, oh, hey, I got COVID from this thing I was at. They're more like the type to like suffer in silence. Yeah, probably. So, there, there'll be no way to track how many people actually got this. And I hope that this um, 
approximation was just totally unfounded and totally ridiculously high. I hope it's like a worst case scenario kind of thing. Yeah. Like beyond worst case scenario. That's what I hope. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it's not. Yeah, exactly. That's just how things go. Because like I said, people are very dumb. (laughs) People are dumb. That's the through line of every bad thing that happens that we talk about. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Nick? No, I think we covered everything on the list. I got to make fun of a lot of people, so uh, I don't, I don't, and we <laughs> hey, came up with some good movie, and we uh, got some good movie ideas. Oh yeah, got somebody has to call. I mean, we have to send the Rock a you know an Instagram DM now with these ideas. But oh, yeah, he's, exactly. he's pretty. He seems pretty available. He's out there. Oh. Yeah, I, I think he's open to just random dudes texting him and giving him messages. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, if he didn't want that, he wouldn't. He shouldn't be on social media. Yeah, and. I'm going to go now and try Google a picture of Chris Evans' penis because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, don't send that to me if you find it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Till next time, everybody. Stay angry.